Welcome to the Digital Hive podcast, where we talk about all things digital marketing, from websites to social media, to email marketing, and all of the advertising channels. I'm your host, Emma Peacock. In this week's episode, I'm talking you through all of the different things that contribute to and can help with your organic search ranking on search results, particularly on Google, although many of these relate to other search engines, including Pinterest and YouTube. If you're listening right now on your phone and you're sharing about listening along on your Instagram stories, make sure you tag us at Honeypot Digital so we can say thanks and give you a share. Sometimes when looking to improve your search ranking, it can be a little confusing as to what you should actually change, either first or at all. So let's talk through all the things that affect your search ranking and you can pick which ones seem achievable to you right now so you can make sure you're focusing on what matters. The experience people have on your website should be enjoyable and beneficial. This is called user experience. The more people stay on your website, inquire, purchase, or show interest after clicking through from organic search or a paid ad, the better Google will think your site is for these people. You want to keep people reading and showing interest, but ultimately, don't confuse them or make the site hard to navigate just so that they stay longer. It just won't work. Keywords and related terms show that your page or site will solve the searcher's query. It tells Google, yes, this page matches what the person is looking for and suits that person's needs. There is a balancing act played here where keywords need to be used, but not in a spammy way, so that the page becomes harder to read. It still needs to be a good user experience, so an easy way to include these is to explain terms or use only language your ideal customer would, which might mean no industry terms or quite a lot of industry terms. Make sure the right keywords are featured in your page title, meta description, and at least somewhere on the page. Plus, include other terms that relate to it so Google can confirm that you are using those keywords in the correct context. Your page load speed is very important, both for user experience since no one likes to wait, but also as Google uses this as an indicator. It should be four seconds maximum, but as fast as possible. Google Analytics will tell you where you can make improvements under behavior, site speed, speed suggestions. User friendliness on mobile, tablet, laptop, and larger desktop is key, especially now that websites are designed for desktop but are used mostly on mobile. You can tell this by trialing your website on a bunch of devices, but Google Search Console will also give you some insights into mobile specifically, like if buttons are too close together. Content uniqueness is very important. Not only that you don't have duplicate content across your site so that Google gets a little bit confused as to which page to send them through, but you also need to be sure the content isn't duplicated from another website. If someone copies you, Google knows who did it first, so the easiest way to avoid accidentally creating the same content as someone else is to have a unique voice and set of words that you use. Obviously, don't copy another site's content and you'll be okay there. It's hard to replicate something you've never seen before. The length of content is also quite important. Make sure the page has enough content to appear helpful. Aim for at least 100 words, but then the more the better, using lots of keywords, but also fully helping your website visitor with the purpose of your page. Make sure the content is scannable with headings and imagery to break up the page too. How people interact with your link on search results, whether they click through or skip over your link is important. You can make your Google appearance better by adjusting the meta title and description of your pages so people read the text shown to them and want to see that page. 
Having them include keywords is great for your ranking, but it also tells people if the content is right for them too, by confirming what their search is. What they do after they click through is also important, so misleading titles where the content doesn't quite measure up is a sure way to have people click back to the search page and keep searching, which tells Google your page wasn't helpful or didn't resolve their query at least. How connected your domain or brand name is to the search topic is great, so if you start to become a known brand, a useful source of information, people will start to include your brand name in searches, hoping to see your website. Obviously, Google will show your pages for these branded searches, but it will also be more likely to show your content on the searches done without your brand name, as they know you're great. This doesn't mean you should start running searches for your brand. You instead can focus on becoming well-known elsewhere, in person, in Facebook groups, or by running awareness ads elsewhere. Are you an authority in that niche? Are you a proven influencer or knowledge base for this topic? When non-spammy people on the web link to you, either to your domain or specific pages, this can have a positive effect on where you sit in the search results. This shows you're an authority on this topic or keywords. So if you're a wedding photographer and wedding blogs, directories and other businesses you've collaborated with have a link or multiple links to your website on theirs, this gives you more credibility. Keep in mind social media links don't count. They are included in a nofollow list, which means you don't gain credibility from those links. So the bio link you have on your Instagram doesn't count. Having YouTube videos attributed to your brand, possibly on your website, can help as these will sometimes show in search results. Make sure your titles and descriptions are keyword rich. Then make sure the video points people to your website and potentially an opt-in, so you can stay in front of these people. Having a Google My Business account with keyword rich content, a location near your target audience and positive reviews helps your search ranking. This will show up on branded search, but will also show up on related searches as well, allowing people to see your hours, click to call you or view your website. The reviews give you extra credibility to the person browsing, so they're doubly important. In a small way, how people interact with you on your associated social media platforms plays a role in how you show in results. While links don't help you, having more followers, engagement and reviews on your social media accounts does help you as they are a signifier of trust. Having optimised photos can help you show up on image searches too. Having larger images helps, not too large, just a reasonable size. You'll want to avoid an icon size, but anything bigger than that is pretty good and having alt text on those so Google can pull those keywords through too. This is the alternative text that shows, but also as a sort of title for search engines to pull. So there's a few extra things for you to consider to cover a few more bases and raise your ranking. Start with one, working on a precise element, check your numbers, then try something else, or do more of that one thing if it worked. It's important not to try too many things at once as you won't be able to identify which is the thing that made the improvement. Or was it everything just a little bit? Treat it like a science experiment. Use Google Analytics to tell what is working for your ranking by seeing if your organic traffic increases. If you find Google Analytics overwhelming, grab my guide in today's show notes. It'll tell you where to look and how to tell what's working. So you can do more of that and it'll tell you where you're not doing so well. So you can improve in those areas or not concentrate time or money on certain avenues.
If you have any questions, ask away in the Digital Hive podcast community. If you're not already in there, you'll find a link in today's show notes. We'd love to see you working on your search ranking, so tag us at Honeypot Digital if you post about it. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode, and if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love it if you could rate it and review it. I'll be back here same time next week with a new episode. Bye!